Hello and welcome to GKAD. GKAD? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) It means GK after dark. Wink, wink. (laughs) Like the dark chocolate Milky Way or Snickers? Always better. It means not prepared. (gasps) Who is that? (laughs) I know. That voice sounds familiar. Who the fuck? GKAD, GK, another dick has appeared. (laughs) (laughs) Sysma. New challenger. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is, I think technically this is my first uh, GKAD of 2014. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, only almost five months in. (laughs) 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 Only like 12 episodes later. It's all good. Seriously, man. Mm. Better late than never. We thought you loved us. I do love you when we review such things as... Unlimited's 2014 album Amethyst? Indeed, Zero, (laughs) indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So reviewing today is uh, myself, Loki. Me, Jaylee. And moi-même, je m'appelle Zero. Kids Unlimits or Unlimits, as they spell their name, <laughs> is uh, one of the best punk rock bands to ever grace the Japanese music scene. They were formed in 2002. Um, they have um, something very unique. Uh, they have, well, they have two Yokos in the band. Not those kind of Yokos. Not the one that broke up the Beatles. The punk rock ones. Um, we have a Yoko on guitar and vocals, and we have a Yoko on drums and backup vocals. Which is pretty awesome. That's more punk rock than breaking up the Beatles, though. I have to <laughs> That's Actually, you're very correct. I stand corrected <laughs> or sit, as the case may be. But, uh, but yes, everyone pays attention to two girls in the group. No one really cares about the guys. Anyway, there are guys they were, in the group? There are guys in the group. <laughs> Who cares bassist, about them, though? And a lead guitarist. Wait, um, the bassist so yeah, is a so, dude? <laughs> Who cares, then? <laughs> but uh, they formed in 2002. Uh, started to gain traction in 2005, 2006, and uh, went major in 2010. And uh, they have released a whole bunch of um, mini albums and quote-unquote albums that are really just mini albums. Uh, we are reviewing their 2014 release, Amethyst. It is the first time that I have been able to talk about Unlimits in an official capacity on Gaijin Kampai, but I will defer to... Zero, because I know Jelly hates it. Damn it! <laughs> Let's set the scene for you guys here, alright? Okay. Sit into my computer, put my headphones on, it's kind of dark in here, start drinking a beer, taste the beer. It's a Shiner Bach, of course. Mm-hmm. And I start listening to this album, and between the beer taste in my mouth, and the fact that I was kind of enjoying the album... You got very bitter? I was sitting there thinking, this must be what it feels like to be Loki all the time. <laughs> And it was kind of an amazing moment. Just n- nailed two of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> no, it's, um, I will say that the album, you know, it's not usually my thing, especially the particularly up-tempo songs, but overall, it's pretty solid. Nothing really especially musically daring happening here. It's just 
qualid. We'll bring back the word qualid because I think that <laughs> works here. It's it's not like oh my god, artistic amazingness. Holy crap. Wow. But it is really like exactly the kind of thing I would just turn on, start cleaning the house. And some of the melodies on it are really good. Hero, for example, is just this very like nice J-pop, J-rock sort of melody. And everything's well played, everything's well put together. Kind of has a kind of has a nice grungy you know, 90s vibe. It's not too overly produced like a lot of the rock that's been coming out of Japan lately. And it, in a lot of ways, it's a breath of fresh air. It wasn't interesting enough for me to be like, oh my god, I need to listen to everything by them. But, you know, I'll turn on the album. I'll turn it on. I would not turn it off if you played it in the car. Not a question. I would absolutely be like, oh, this is pretty good. Um, nothing about it is making me just go, you know... Go, go Loki on it, you know, where I was just like, where he's just like, oh my god, this is the best band ever. Um, in a lot of ways, I want to give it album of the year just because it's something fucking different, for goodness sakes. Just give me some actual good rock music. Fuck you, Alice Nine. Um, but <laughs> this, unfortunately, like, it just didn't quite push it over to awesome. It was just quality. It was just good decent stuff and her vocals are on point she sounds great so that made it fantastic that definitely helped um and the mixing was very good thank goodness because bad mixing has just been a thing lately for japanese music where it's been really uneven and messy so this was nice and like i said in a lot of ways this was a breath of fresh air i'm really really glad that we listened to it because i just i really needed it i felt like there was some like tangled up chords and wires in my heart as far as music goes like I was just gonna have to deal with this tangled up pile of multicolored string that is Japanese music this year and this was just kind of a nice like oh here's an ironing board something nice and flat and normal but even (laughs) here enjoy and I was just like thank you (laughs) (laughs) so best album of the year thank you Zero Uh, Jaylee what did you think Uh, (laughs) Amethyst more like Amashit am I right No, no, you're not. (laughs) There are many phrases that come to mind when I think of this album. Tone death. Mood killer. Ear assault. Melodic menace. And just plain garbage. Wow. I'm totally joking. (laughs) I almost choked and died on liquid. (laughs) Don't do that, Jaylee. That's not nice. We want my face keep is pale. I'm starting to doubt my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, no. We both know you don't put that much stock in other people's opinions. <laughs> Except for mine. I'm the only one that matters. No, um, this album is nearly perfect. It is yeah. nearly a perfect album from start to finish. Um, except for Kokoro no Ito, which kind of throws a wrench into things. But, Actually, I kind of like that one. Well, you're wrong. Amethyst is the first Unlimited album I've ever heard, and it makes me want to listen to everything of theirs. I listened to it once, then I bought it off iTunes, and I was like, I'm listening to this again, and I'm listening to it again, and again, and it's good, and it gets better, and there is not a single bad track on the album. Even though I mentioned Kokoro no Ito as being kind of lesser, it it's not a bad song per se, it's just not as good as the others, and... It also kind of feels like a necessary evil because it kind of gives you a breather after just a lot of high-energy, high-tension music. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else to say other than this is so good. Please listen to it. It's on iTunes. Buy it if you want. Um, I, I just I could go through the songs. They're all good. 
Uh, Eternal, Usotsuki is probably one of my favorites, Don't Let Me Down, surprisingly good, and these girls know how to make an album, none of the songs last too long, if you don't like a song, it's just gonna be over pretty soon, but why wouldn't you like one of these songs? It's just really fucking good, so... Yeah, there's really not anything on here, like, if somebody said they hated any song on here, I'd be like, the fuck is wrong with you? You know? (laughs) Like, I'm, um... I, I will absolutely agree. It is very nearly perfect. I do wish that they had taken some chances, like, you know, messed with rhythm somewhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just it's just good. And it's not quite great, but it's just really, really, really good. There's just nothing wrong with it. And I will say I like it more every time I listen to it. I've listened to it the whole way through three times. Um, the first time I listened to it, I just immediately went back and played it again, which I do not yeah. normally yeah, same do. Here. And then I, I, I mean, I really don't do that with uh, albums that we that we review on the show very often. I mean, that's a pretty rare occurrence. So, I, I kind of want to come back to this like halfway through the year because it'll probably be in my top five. You know, awesome. It probably oh. will because you know I can just tell. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I mean, um. I'm so I'm really surprised or not surprised. I'm glad to hear you say that, Jaylee. Um, you know, all teasing before the show aside. She was not um, nice. <laughs> you made my heart hurt. <laughs> uh, because I really do uh, love this band very, very much, and this album is a good testament as to why. Um, I was actually, um, well, actually, first let me start off by saying that if you like this album, which I'm going to agree with Jaylee where I, I think it's almost a perfect album. If you like this album, Tranquilizer is even more perfect of an album. And uh, so if you have any interest in this, you need to get Tranquilizer. Um, also, Jaylee mentioned that it is on iTunes, and that's where I bought it. So all my song tracks are translated. So when you were like, Kokoro no Ito, I was like, which one is that? <laughs> Heart uh, thread. thread of heart. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and that was actually one of the lesser tracks on the album for me as well. But... Um, of course, as usual, it's one of the ones the that I particularly track. like, and that's one yeah, of the ones. Yeah, it's one of the slower don't. ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these the this Unlimited is uh, punk. Uh, Zero, you mentioned how you wish they kind of used more changes in their music and whatnot. That's not punk. That this is tried and true punk. You also mentioned only mentioned the first how, half of this. Only the first half of this album feels like you know punk as it is defined in my brain. You know. You know why? Because at Unlimited's best. They are nonstop in your face from the first second of the song. And at their worst, they're pandering. They do mm. songs for Bleach or they do very radio-friendly songs. Yeah, so that was those... the only thing that was the only thing by them that I'd heard before was Haruka Kanata from Bleach. Yeah. So I Which wasn't... is a very soft song. I was actually going to mention that Starlight sounded very much like an anime song, but like yeah. a really good one. And I actually really liked it. Yeah. No, this definitely sounds like the a lot of it actually sounds like um, if I if I heard it as an anime theme song, it wouldn't be out of place, but it would make me go, "Hey, who the hell is this? This is really good," you know, because it's unusually uh, sophisticated, but yeah. still and commercial. You know? And where you think that it, you know, that it, this is a fresh album for you for the year, um, I actually think it's it's it is while it is fresh compared to what's out there, I think it's almost you know it's. They cut all the bullshit out of the production. You know, it is a four-piece group, and that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Save for uh, the Notebook, the second-to-last track, which had pianos in it, which is I didn't really like that because that's not the band, and it's mm-hmm. also a slower song. But um, <clears throat> they also seem to the best Unlimited songs seem to follow a formula, 
which I'm not normally a fan of formulas, but for, for punk root, for punk music and specifically this kind of punk music, I think it works. And for Unlimits, it is that, like I mentioned before, it's that fast start or a crescendo of the music to a very fast start. Um, and like a, like a, like a time change towards the last third of the song where it gets into that breakdown type of feeling and they just kind of slow it down a little mm. bit, take a step back, and then it picks up again. And then they have um, almost like a reprise or uh, like a vocal solo for about a second towards mm-hmm. the last half of the song. And then after that one second of a solo, the backtrack kicks in really quickly. Mm. That's their formula for every single song and every single song that you guys probably liked on this album yeah. that is fast-paced <laughs> follows that formula. Yeah. And that is, I hope they never change that because it effing works. It really does. And I, d- I actually do wish uh, more um, more artists used structure, not, not even just punk, but just, you know, music in general needs to have that sort of structure. I like because it has that you know, like when you're watching a good movie, you have the rising action, the climax, the falling action, and yeah, um, it, it, it works so well. And it's one of those musical principles to me that I was always sort of taught, and that when I was listening to music when I was younger, that was what I liked. That you know, did that was better. Um, I I as far as you know, punk goes though, like Uplift Spice Paradigm Shift album. It's still my favorite. And to me, that's sort of what... That's like a really, really cool, more my style of music version of what punk sounds like. Um, this, I, I didn't feel like was quite that good. This, because like Paradigm Shift freaking blew my mind with how great it was. This mm-hmm. didn't, at least on the first listen, where Paradigm Shift did. Yeah. Um, Uplift Spice definitely has more uh, more of a production value, Yeah, I think. Uh, there's, there's more of a budget there. Yeah, what kills it for me with Uplift Spice is just the vocalist. Like, I like mm-hmm. her because I like Uplift Spice, but if if Unlimits and Uplift Spice could get together and have a little baby where the that main singer from Uplift Spice does not sing, that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. Um, uh, Unlimits' vocalist on par- uh, on all the songs on Paradigm Shift would be, like, the best album ever. <laughs> yeah, but, but, th- but that being said, like, uh, you know, going back to that formula, going back to what makes these tracks really good, I think Unlimits has... For yeah, I think for rock music as a whole, for me at least, I think they have the best hooks of songs. Um, you know, listen to uh, you know uh, Lily and uh, Eternal and your song. Those those hooks are just special, and the way that she sings it are is is special because I love her voice. You don't hear that smoky, almost hoarse female voice in Japanese music um, almost anywhere. You know, there's there's not much of a sense of a high pitch to her voice, and I think that's really attractive uh, is, is, you know, for someone like me, and for people who I want to uh, show on limits to. Yeah, it's, um, I like I like that her voice has that sort of it has a little bit of that Japanese sweetness to it, but without any of the edge that makes that stuff, it, like, Japanese singers a lot of times sound sort of electronic where she sounds more human, and that's awesome and i i agree with you on the on the hooks the one of the things about this album that i like is that it's got such such very japanese melodies like these sorts of melodies are why we started listening to japanese music in the first place and it's nice to hear it on this style of music that was another thing i was thinking while i was listening to it is like this i was was like this is why i listen to japanese music it just reminded (laughs) me a lot um very similar but also very different to the first time i listened to high and mighty color swamp man Mm. yeah like just that kind of level of not mind-blowing, something a bit more subtle than that, but it was just kind of like a an eye-opener. Yeah, just a, almost like a confirmation of, yeah. of 
of the niche. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And it's the thing with you know with the High and Mighty Color album was that it was because the vocals were so weak on that recording. It was a lot harder to, um, I guess, I guess internalize that album. Is that if that's the right way to put it? But you guys know what I mean, right? Like I couldn't absorb it as much as I loved it. It was really, really hard to absorb it until I saw them in concert, and it was like. This doesn't have that problem. This has really solid vocals, so that helps a lot as far as like connecting with it and getting to know the album personally. You know, snuggling up with it on the couch, as it were. Mm. Yeah. And then getting uh, getting back to this album specifically, um, I was actually pretty bummed when I heard it for the first time. How dare you? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, only because um, uh, Eternal was on a was previously released on a compilation album with a bunch of other girl uh, bands, which is a really good album. I think uh, it's, it's called "And Your Birds Can Sing." <laughs> you can understand why that's a weird thing for me to not remember. You know what? I downloaded um, that album. I haven't listened to it. It's it's really good, um, and it's really good. Um, because the bands they got like Flip on there and Forget Me Nots, which are both, which are all very good bands. Um, so Eternal was on that album. Lily was uh, uh, like a lead-in PV uh, buzz track, if you will, I guess. Uh, your song was uh, released by them as kind of like a preview to the album. So right off the bat, <clears throat> those four songs I've heard before, and so then you you take Amethyst being an intro track, so I don't really count that. But hmm. um, you know, the first four tracks were almost like before the album started because it wasn't new to me so when you start with Starlight um, and go through the rest of the album there are equally as many four track songs for me as there are five so when I got to the end I was like I didn't really feel it you know it wasn't what I was you know it wasn't obviously well, I don't think it was ever going to live up to the build up I had in my head over the last few months of me anticipating <laughs> this um, but I was just like you know they didn't have like a clover uh, they didn't have those tracks from uh specifically tranquilizer that i that i just you know mentally masturbate to um it is they just kind of uh they a little bit of a mixed bag and then when we started doing this review and i started listening to it again especially in track order um then i started to uh not be able to picture my life without it (laughs) yeah listening to this album in order is definitely something i recommend it's got really good pacing it's it's very well organized yeah, if you show someone uh, Amethyst, which I actually kind of wish was a longer song, a full song, because it gives you that, it gives you what Unlimited is about, which is, you know, very, uh, the beginning is very sweet, very, you know, intro track-ish, and then all of a sudden, halfway through, it's just bam, and they hit the ground running, and it almost never stops from there. Um, I, I mentioned that the notebook, I wish it didn't have pianos. It being a slow song anyway, it was going to get a four-star to begin with at best, and that's what it stayed at. Um, I think uh, Dream of Anemone uh, is probably their tied for their best slow song. I, they've released you know five or six albums, quote unquote, and uh, of all of them, uh, Dream of Anemone is very good. Um, only the only one better is On Tranquilizer, and it's Ama Ama Oto. And uh, we get it. We'll listen to Tranquilizer. You better, <laughs> and it's also man. on iTunes in uh, both countries. No, it's not. And probably more. Yeah, I think it is. No, it's not. I just checked, man. I just checked. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in the interest of, of uh, making a long story uh, not too much longer, um, everyone needs to listen to it. It will definitely be uh, my album of the year, if not uh, definitely in the top two or three. I'm not sure what can top it, especially from what I've heard so far this Other year. Other than Tranquilizer. <laughs> that was so many years ago, Jamie. <laughs> um, 
But uh, but yeah, I think uh, I'm glad that you guys liked it. I'm glad we finally got them on GK in some capacity. And uh, I really, really hope that uh, people get into it because I don't think they can do it. And now that you've done that, we'll never see you again. And this is my final show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. Thank you for listening to GKADE. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm GKJD. They're irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow the show, JPopJRock underscore. That's about it. Come to our website. Hey! Plenty of episodes. Jackass. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Goodbye. Johnny. GK0 0 GK Loki, capital K, he's sensitive about it. Yes, and also check out other episodes of the show as well as GK Proper from back in the day at jpopjrock.com. And if you're really nice, maybe if I hear hear from a few of you on Twitter, maybe I will make my appearances more regular. Thank you for listening to GKAD. Until next time, mi amo es Jay Lee. That means my name's Jay Lee. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you were looking for the library. <laughs> Biblioteca? Yeah. Uh, I am Loki. Uh, <laughs> Again, the library is over here. <laughs> Chane! Chane.